welcome to the In Vino Fab podcast. I'm Patrice. And I'm Laura. In Vino Fabulum means in wine story. There are so many tales that need to be told about women from all walks of life and their communities paired with wine, of course. The In Vino Fab pod is a place to learn and space, share stories about our work, interests, passion projects, issues, and random wine facts, of course. Happy New Year, Patrice. Happy New Year, Laura, and what an exciting new decade it is. You're starting a new adventure, new job. New I city. am. Uh, you did this, so I figured if you could do it, Patrice, I can too. So I'm on the move. I am, uh, got a job, a new one, and it's making me move to Seattle. Ah! That's so exciting and scary at the same time. Uh, I'm thinking back to your move like over a year and a bit ago, how the heck did you go from Ithaca to Boston? Like, it's so complicated when you have a house and stuff and fur and all that. I can't yeah. wait. And I'd be happy to share or answer any questions, provide support along the way. Okay, first, how the heck did you do it? How did you move a whole house? It seems so complicated. It is very complicated. And one of the complicating factors is when you progressively go to cities that are more expensive and where you want to live like in the city, you move to smaller and smaller spaces. So the, my first recommendation is get a dumpster and throw out as much as you possibly can. Um, but you're you're going to need to Marie Kondo everything. Is it bringing yeah. me joy and get rid of Okay. Okay. Got it. But what, one of the things that I will mention, I don't know if they have these, you know, like places like this everywhere, but um I did get a dumpster, but I also, I gave like a lot of stuff away to like women's shelters and things like that. And then in Ithaca, they have almost like a recycling resale type center. So you can bring like everything there. Like if you have like old pencils, old pens, like, you know, wire that you didn't use, you know, like all those cords that you have and you can't figure out like which electrical thing they went to. And then they like recycle all of that stuff. That's a good so, idea. Cause like I think of, yeah, like Goodwill or sell back books or give it to the yeah. library, but you're right. Like other places that need things like sh I, I didn't think about shelters. Um, yeah. That's a good suggestion is find your out like where those bits and bobs could go. Yeah. It'll yeah. be used. Right. Okay. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Um, and so I also, like, when I was in Ithaca, I lived right next to the campus. And I also put, like, a ton of stuff. I just put it out on my front lawn. And you would be <laughs> amazed, like, at what people take. But the highlight was when, like, a college, you know, like, a poor college student is, like, walking by. And they pick up, like, your old Rubbermaid containers. And they have the biggest smile on their face. And they're like, is this free? And so... As hard as it was to like give away stuff, you know, when you saw like somebody picking your stuff up and that it brought them joy, that that did make me feel good. I like that. And That's a good idea. And I, I've, I had the same joy leaving hangers out in uh, Toronto when I left is people just picking it up on the side of the street. Yeah. So yeah. that's a yeah. good idea. We have bulk collection, but people do leave stuff out early and other people use it and pick it up and will find yeah. use. I think that's great. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, you know, a tried and true, of course, is like very carefully marking your boxes. So you know, <laughs> when you have your 100 boxes, you know what's, what's in them. Yeah. Trying to like unload them into the room, if you know, like into the room that you're going to be in. 
That's good advice. Um, so I'm moving, but I'm only moving part of it and not our whole house just yet. So I'm going to hold on to the, the box idea, but I am fortunate. I have a relocation as an option and they do pack and move things for me, but I'm still trying to do what you said is declutter and minimize like, what essentially do I need? What do I need to get me through the first month or two? If it's just me going up there um, and I have to fly with less than $300 worth of luggage. Um, So like I'm trying to figure out like, what do I actually need? And of what's here, what can I give away or donate or repurpose somewhere else? I think is a good idea. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, how did you like you moved to whole house and you moved to a new house in Boston and you're right. You've downsized. What are some other tips that you thought of that you're kind of like, "Oh, I wish I did this in the move or Uh, well one of the things I think was the hardest, well two things were hard. One thing that was really hard for me to give away was books. Like I love my books and I just couldn't bring them all with me. Um and so one of the thing and then um I have three children and so like get, you know, I had to kind of like be selective about what things I wanted to bring with me. And I had things like their old report cards and things. And, you know, my kids are like, why are you saving that? And I'm like, because when you're 40, (laughs) you're going to want to see that. Um, But the, the thing that really saved me was reaching out and asking for help and having just like a moving support system. Like it really made a difference to have somebody there helping to sort through things because it can get, it can get really overwhelming really quickly. And especially like if you have like kind of like a long on-ramp, it's not as much, but I was moving on a pretty short timeline. Mm-hmm. So there was a lot of pressure to like pack up and move. And so just, you know, having a support system I think is really important. Yeah. I, I like that idea. And I have friends that are in the area that are actually just moving into their own or first time houses. So I'm going to, I'm thinking on that a little bit of maybe I could donate some furniture to them mm-hmm. that need yep. it or books, oh, books. And the thing that I never got to like you in my Mari condo, like I was fine with clothing. I was fine with like shoes, but you're right. Paperwork, uh, files and like personal documents like I've spent my last couple days in shred hell um so I've been thinking about like what do you actually need um and transferring of records and things like that so going to dentist doctor vet did you ask them all for like that's what you did you asked them all for records and stuff or um I did but um I think the I mean one of the hard things though is finding your new providers yeah that's true. Yeah. But yeah, that is good advice is to actually get your records and bring them with you because if you have to like have them faxed over, that can be, that can create havoc. A pain. Yeah. And I've been thinking about things like that. Like I'll be able to come back to my house that'll still be here for another few months, but you're right. Like what do you actually need? So I can't wait to figure out what my life with one spoon, one fork, one bowl <laughs> looks like in the future. Yeah. 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 Oh, that's good. Uh, Anyone packing and moving? A few of you are. I know a few people are moving jobs, locations. Uh, How are you doing it? How are you not not stressing out? (laughs) How are you not burning, setting things on fire like I want to in the dumpster outside? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, the moving stuff aside, you're going to pack up, go to a new city. The things you can't pack are any people with you. So your friends, the community you've built up around you. So it's really like another startup of self is finding new people to hang out with and finding new friends. How do you do it? 
it's hard, especially, you know, as an adult, it's hard moving to a new city and, in addition to, you know, finding a new doctor and somebody new to cut your hair, um, there's the challenge of finding new friends. Hey, it's hard finding adult friends. Like I, like you, I'm going to move to a city by myself and figure out a new job and a new uh, place and all that. But you're right. Finding adult friends. It's not like the same when you're back in university or college and you can just go down the hall in a residence dorm or join a club on campus. Like, how do you find friends? How do you adult and find friends? Yeah. And I think also, um, like being in Boston or even Seattle, where there's a lot of commuters that, um, that adds to the difficulty in finding friends because people come into work and then they disperse to their neighborhoods. So one of the first things that I did when I got to Boston was, um, I went to meetup.com and -hmm. I looked up different types of meetup groups and I tried to join a range of them. You know, some of them are like just social meetups where people get together for dinner or they go to a bar or a movie. And then I joined some that were around interests. So I joined like a, hike, a bunch of hiking meetups. Um, and then I joined a book club meetup. And I've had um, some successes, some challenges. Um, I discovered at the book club meetup that I went to that they actually read the book. <laughs> <laughs> so I decided that that's not the right book club for me. You just had to read the fine print. Uh, book club meetup, more social and talk over a beverage yeah. than yeah. read book. I get it. I get it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but it is a challenge, you know, like going there and just present, you know, it's almost like if you, if you go to a conference where you don't know anyone and you go to the networking event, right? You have to show up. And just say, hi, I'm Patrice. It's nice to meet you, you know, and strike up conversations. And, you know, sometimes a conversation goes somewhere and sometimes it doesn't. Um, For me, interestingly, at um, every meetup that I've been at, the connecting factor has either been um, a common interest in hiking, which has been great, or um, women who in some way are connected to STEM. And so we start talking about like my research and my background. And then they, you know, I met one woman who is a mathematics professor at MIT. I met another woman who's, you know, an engineer at a startup here, you know, somebody who teaches mathematics in a high school. So it's hard. You really found your niche, huh? Hiking and STEM. That's good. And women. I think that's great. Maybe that will be the new meetup group. Um, But I would say, you know, you just have to keep trying, you know, and sometimes... And, and so, yeah, so I've been, I've been um, collecting new friends, right? Because each time you go to an event, you might meet no one or you might meet, you know, one person. I think it's great that you brought that up because I am trying to find friends that are non-work related because I think it's healthy to have good people outside your realm. And, and when I first moved to Dallas, like over a decade ago, I did go to meetup.com and I looked at everything from the Canada group to, because I moved from Canada at the time, to uh, book clubs, to, they had uh, like couples meetups. And I went to one book club and I was like, eh, it's like sampling and trying on like a pair of pants. Is this yeah, club yeah. or group for me? And we've had, 
I'm not sure if I met any long-term friends in the meetup.com, but I did get introduced to like a lot of people who said, hey, you live in Dallas? Let me introduce you to so-and-so or friend of the friend or friend's brother. Um, we started meeting people that way. And so anyone has recommendations for Seattle, let me know. Um, yeah, but tell me more about meetups and how that worked out for you. Yeah, so I, I do have, I have a little meetup tip. All right, good. Um, so, so when you go to a meetup and you meet somebody and you kind of, you know, have a common interest and you're like, oh, like, let's, you know, get together sometime for happy hour or for a hike or whatnot. Okay, so let's like swap names and phone numbers on our cell phones. And then you go to like six or seven meetups and you accumulate all these names and then you can't remember like which person you met at which <laughs> meetup. And so I actually, one time, like I texted some people and I said, like, I know I met you at a meetup, but I can't remember which one. And like, these are the four meetups I was at. And then they're like, Oh, I was at like that one. <laughs> I like that. You're pulling your meetup friends. This is really hilarious. <laughs> So now in the notes section, I'll write like what the meetup was, maybe like what we talked about or what we talked about doing um, to help, you know, kind of better curate my, my new collection of friends. I like that you're badging. You're gamifying this like social meetup experience and you're too social, Patrice. You're meeting too many friends, apparently. That's great. I think it's fantastic. Um, Something I was looking at was, um, besides meetup, was this new thing called the Silent Book Club. I don't know if you've heard of this before. I have not heard of it. Uh, More about it. I know that you're into book clubs because you like to read, uh, but this is one where you shut up and read. So you go to wherever it's hosting it in your city and there's many around the world. Um, They have different chapters and you go, you bring a book, any book and you go to read. So the first hour is dedicated to just silent reading. It's kind of like when you're in grade school and you're reading for pleasure, bring your own book to read. And then afterwards you're social and you talk with people about what you're reading and it doesn't have to be the same book it never is or um it could just be about uh the book itself you're reading and other things so it's kind of like read and then be social and you could go to silentbook.club and you could find a chapter or you could start one of your own and that was just something i heard on um npr was just talking about it and i was like oh i'd be into that especially because they've got this thing in um seattle called the Seattle freeze or they call it that people aren't as friendly. And I, and I don't know if that's true. They may just take a little more time to warm up to you and hmm. that sort of thing. So, yeah. 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 I'm going to have to check that out. Um, are you thinking of ever starting your own book club? I think your book club would be social and probably have wine, coffee, tea, and be more about the gathering. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have to think about that. Yeah. Because you, you can do a book club on an intention. Like it could be to just socialize a bit more yeah. and say, we'll read the book, but uh, yeah. Yeah. Less yeah. pressure or story club, I guess. Story club. I like that. Yeah. I'll have to come up with like a catchy name for it. Yeah. Uh, it's a book club, but it doesn't, it doesn't have to be about books. <laughs> I like that. I think also finding, you're right, something that you're really into. So like hiking would be a good one, I think for me as well. I too fan of the hike um i'm trying to think what else like this is where you're like what are my things um i might look to see if there's like a ukulele meetup jam session so i met a friend of mine in auckland that she goes to like a weekly like the jam session i was like that's not a bad idea like playing with people or learning new songs or maybe something like that with ukulele i don't know that's cool and uh you know there is every kind of meetup that you can imagine 
and and definitely there are some like you know like new to Boston or people who like to go out to dinner, people who like to like <laughs> taste wine, people who like to you know what I mean like there's every kind of it. meetup. Um, um, the other thing I'm thinking about because I'm kind of winding down a couple of my memberships. So I'm part of a fur foster group here in Dallas Pets Live. So I sent them a we're moving. Sorry, you can't fur foster, and they actually said, "Oh, we work with a Hello Pity up there." I'm like, "Oh, maybe I'll join a." foster fur group up up there with pit bulls because uh, oh yeah might... that's a good idea yeah, yeah. I, was, I was trying to think of like what else could i do that i do here outside of work um yeah. so yeah so the other the other meetup that um i've found great is boston at the boston ed tech group um and again like both from like a um a work standpoint like you know you meet like a lot of people in the field and so you have obviously common interests like that but this particular group they always have really um great guest speakers interesting sessions and a lot of people tend to show up so that's been a great way to you know just kind of get a sense of like what's going on in the area and what people are doing and i've also um that's cool. It's like professional yeah. development and yeah. personal as well. I like that. Okay, cool. Yeah. yeah. And vo- which you, is the case with um, the fostering, but you know, like volunteering is another great way. And so for example, there's a group I'm on the board now, but I joined um, a group women in the enterprise of science and technology. And that was just, that was, ha- and has been another great way to just meet a lot of um, a lot of people. I like that. Um, if anyone that's listening shares how they've connected to their community, a new place, or, hey, they're just looking to make friends these days and you have some suggestions, let us know because I think we'd love to hear it. I think one of our goals, mine is at least to make some new social f- networks and friends in person um, in Seattle. And Patrice seems to be rock starring it, so she may have to cut back. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I love it. That's good. All right. Uh, Let us know how you're being social and how you're meeting friends as an adult. It's tough out there. So share, share the love with how you meet new peeps. Also, a few recommendations for moving, transitioning, going to new city, downsizing, or anything else. Let me know. Thanks, Patrice. This was helpful. It was good to talk out some of my moving worries and challenges. I'm off to pack. Until next time. Cheers. Cheers. To catch the next episode, be sure to subscribe to InVinoFab, wherever you get your podcasts. Find us on Twitter and Instagram at InVinoFab, and we'll always welcome comments and messages sent by tweet, private message, or email at InVinoFabulum at gmail.com. Cheers. Cheers.